Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Corey Graves' cryptic tweets, John Moxley's next fight, and Big Dave's next big role. For Tuesday, January the 14th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. It looks like the Messiah has a new disciple. So that was how we went off Raw last night with Buddy Murphy aligning himself with Seth Rollins, Acom, and Razor. We have ourselves a new bad guy faction on top of Monday Night Raw. Like the old days, isn't it? Uh, this was at the conclusion of the six-man fist fight. The first ever fist fight in the history of Monday Night Raw uh, that concluded when Buddy Murphy, who'd been ringside throughout the night after losing to Alistair Black, uh, sided with Seth Rollins and uh, helped them defeat the Big Show, Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens in a wild six-man main event. Uh, but one of the talking points from last night's episode of Raw wasn't what was happening in the ring, but what was happening on Twitter. As Corey Graves, the SmackDown commentator, had a few things to say about Monday Night Raw as it was in progress. Uh, whilst Bobby Lashley... Uh, and Rusev were going one-on-one. -on -one. Corey tweeted out, no one cares. Hashtag Raw, hashtag after the bell. Uh, just as Monday Night Raw came off the air, as Buddy Murphy was uh, joining up with Seth Rollins, Akam and Razor, Corey tweeted, wow, F this, fire me, I'm already fired. Uh, this is obviously going to be something that Corey Graves will talk about on Wednesday with his After the Bell podcast and no doubt drumming up a little bit of intrigue uh, to to get people to listen to his show on Wednesday. But Corey Graves has always been uh, very outspoken about stuff. Obviously, there was some very unsettling uh, back and forth. Well, not even back and forth, just forth from Corey Graves towards Mara Ranallo at uh, the tail end of last year. But more often than not, Corey Graves is somebody that speaks his mind on stuff, whether he likes it or doesn't. And also, he's quite known to try and uh, work an angle, ends up working himself into a shoot barrage brother uh, will no doubt get some response to these tweets and what he means by them uh, on his podcast on Wednesday. So next week on Monday Night Raw, we have uh, quite a busy show. Brock Lesnar is going to be there making an appearance ahead of the Royal Rumble. We'll see Rusev and Liv Morgan teaming up to take on Lana and Bobby Lashley. And we have a ladder match 
for the United States Championship as Andrade faces Rey Mysterio. Should be a show stealer, that one. But if you missed Raw last night and want to find out what went down, well, in the absence of Mr. Pachiti today, it'll be me and thee with Raw graded on the Cultaholic YouTube channel a little bit later on. Nobody, nobody in this life is perfect. We're all human. And it doesn't matter what you say about me. It doesn't matter what you call me. I've got one of the strongest minds that I've ever known. So whenever you come for me, you come for all these people. And I am now the standard bearer of Impact Wrestling. And man or woman, pound for pound, I am one of the best in the world. And I am now your world champion. That was Tessa Blanche's victory speech after becoming the Impact World Champion at Hard to Kill. It was short, it was sweet, and for many, it was unsettling because it lacked an apology. After everything that was kicked up over the weekend, the allegations of bullying and racism aimed at Tessa Blanchard by multiple numbers of her peers... Uh, we were expecting something to reflect that. I guess the nobody's perfect line is almost an admission of guilt a little bit on the heart, on the behalf of uh, Tessa Blanchard, isn't it? Uh, well, um, uh, one of the stories that came from that, one of the more prominent stories was an altercation between Tessa Blanchard and La Rosa Negra in Japan in 2017, in which Tessa Blanchard called La Rosa Negra uh, a, a racist remark, among other things. Uh, according to Bodyslam.net, the issue between these two has now since been resolved, and they both apologised to one another for what happened between them. One person that has stood at Tessa Blanchard's side during uh, this weekend where all these stories were coming out was Gail Kim, uh, very supportive of Tessa Blanchard as the drama unfolded on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, previously, Gail Kim has been very outspoken about racism in WWE. So when the story came out about Tessa Blanchard uh, uh, and the racist remarks towards La Rosa Negra. A lot of people were very surprised as to why Gail Kim felt it necessary to support Tessa Blanchard. Um, Kim hasn't addressed this directly, but what she did tweet out was, I will address things, but not in a tweet. And also the demanding of answers from people who think they are owed that or come negatively and aggressively making presumptions. That is not what I will respond to. Speculation continues on the Revival's future in WWE. A lot of rumours going around that uh, they're taking a breather from the company and they're expected to possibly even sit out the remainder of their contracts. Now, uh, something's come up with regards to trademarking that may suggest their future plans. Using their real names, Dash and Dawson have filed documentation with the Patent and Trademark Office attempting to trademark the name Shatter Machine uh, for use in merchandise and wrestling-related purposes. The contracts with Revival are set to expire uh, this season, so could even be by the end of March, beginning of April. According to Fightful.com, they have not been responding to contract offers from WWE, and they are keen to move on elsewhere. The trademark lawyer who filed... Shatter Machine on behalf of The Revival. It's the same trademark lawyer that works for Cody Rhodes. Read into that what you will. 
On the subject of Cody, uh, in particular AEW, MJF uh, has said goodbye to MLW. His last match with MLW took place over this past weekend in Texas. Uh, The match is going to be on an upcoming episode of uh, MLW Fusion. When he signed with AEW, MJF was given carte blanche to work both AEW and Major League Wrestling until the end of his Major League Wrestling contract. And so now he's come to an end with that and he said a fond farewell to Major League Wrestling. He is all, all elite as of now. One guy who may or may not be All Elite is Brian Cage. So reports came out yesterday afternoon that Brian Cage had left Impact Wrestling and was joining AEW. Uh, According to PW Insider, uh, there's a number of sources now saying that that is not the case. Brian Cage hasn't signed anywhere with anyone, but his current Impact Wrestling deal has come to an end and he is mulling over some offers from other promotions. The angle that he did with Rob Van Dam at the Hard to Kill pay-per-view Uh, which took Cage away from the match, was done to stop him from further injuring himself, as it now looks like Brian Cage may have a torn bicep. I do feel for Brian Cage because he had a run as the Impact World Champion, and and in the match where he won the belt, he got himself injured, and he just never really got to full capacity as Impact Wrestling Champion. And if he's injured again now, that's devastating news for Brian Cage, who genuinely has uh, the, the look and the style that could really make him a key player if he can stay injury-free. Also from Hard to Kill, uh, we send our love to Ethan Page, who went to hospital uh, after getting home to Canada after the pay-per-view uh, to diagnose what is believed to be salmonella poisoning. Uh, Ethan Page was described as deathly ill throughout Hard to Kill weekend. He was actually asked by Impact Wrestling uh, to not take part in the tag team match. However, uh, he insisted on doing so, worked the match, and went home and realized I probably need to get this checked out. So we send our love to Ethan Page. Get well very soon, sir. It's Friday on SmackDown. We've got a tables match. Robert Roode is now back as of Friday, and he's going to face Roman Reigns uh, in a tables match on SmackDown this week after what happened when Reigns was put through the announce table by the returning Robert Roode. This is possibly the biggest match that Roode has had since arriving on the main roster, I believe. Tell me if I'm wrong. Mixing it up with Roman Reigns can only be good for your career, and that happens on Friday. PW Insider are reporting that Brett the Hitman Hart was spotted in Los Angeles over the weekend filming his episode of the Broken Skull Sessions. We suggested there was a lot of rumours around this episode possibly happening and I'm happy to sit with you today and report that it is happening. It's been recorded. We don't know when it'll air, but when it airs, I'm sure it's going to be an excellent walk back through the career of Brett the Hitman Hart with Stone Cold Steve Austin steering. Sending best wishes to one half of the Fantastics, Bobby Fulton, uh, who announced on Facebook yesterday that he's beginning radiation treatments to combat throat cancer. He's 59 years old, is Bobby Fulton. He was wrestling since 16 and has pretty much worked everywhere in wrestling in North America. World-class championship wrestling, Mid-South wrestling. He was in Memphis, part of Jim Crockett Promotions. He was in WCW, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. He's been all over the place. even had a run in WWF as well. Uh, Last month, uh, Fulton announced uh, his diagnosis and he announced on Facebook that he was about to begin treatment. Uh, explaining his throat cancer diagnosis, ending with the phrase, ending the post with, no sympathy, just prayers. Thanks. 
We're finally getting it. John Moxley versus Josh Barnett will go down at Bloodsport 3 over WrestleMania week. This is the match that we were meant to get all the way back in September last year, but after Moxley's MRSA infection, uh, they had to cancel the match, and Moxley couldn't compete for quite some time. Uh, now he's back at full capacity. Moxley tweeted out Barnett saying they've got to get this one back, and it's happening. Bloodsport 3 over WrestleMania week. Uh, Jeff Cobb also announced for the Mixed Wrestling Hybrid show. It should be a good one with Jeff Cobb there, but I'm excited to see the magic that Moxley and Barnett will put on over WrestleMania week at Bloodsport 3. Centuries from now, almost all humans have lost the ability to see. Some say sight was taken from them by God. to heal the earth. For the few who remain, vision is only a myth. But after so many years, the power of sight has returned. What is it? Something's different. The children, they have the ability to see. And finally, Dave Batista is going to be starring in season two of C. If you've never seen C, <laughs> see what I did there? See, see what? Ah, oh, it's too many. Uh, this is the Apple TV series that launched. It's a dystopian future where nobody can see, except there were two children that were born that could and the, the wacky adventures they had to keep them alive jason momoa uh, was a key player in that film uh, and in that tv series and dave batista versus jason momoa having a fight in c season two that'd be a thing that'd be a big thing i'm down for that happening i'm almost confident that will happen that'll do it for your cultaholic wrestling news for Tuesday. I'll be along later on on the YouTube channel with Raw Graded. Mr. Pachiti absent today, so call me the supply teacher and we'll do that a little bit later on today. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.